Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from one of the more familiar passages in all the Bible. It's the 23rd Psalm, and churchgoers and people that hardly ever darken the door of a church have probably heard this psalm. One problem with this psalm that we have is we've heard it so much, maybe it's lost its power and importance to our life. And what a timely psalm for people that are anxious right now. A lot of people out are worried about coronavirus and and other pressures, whether it's financial or this disease that's spreading across the world. This is a psalm that gives great comfort. And I'm going to talk about why. This psalm is so powerful and nuanced. It is a lot more complex than some people give it credit for. But this is a psalm from David, and this is one of the more personal psalms that we'll read. You know, Psalm 51 is a very personal psalm of confession that David wrote. This is another very personal psalm. We get a picture into the soul of David. You know, David had been a shepherd boy. We know that he did this for a long time. So, these images would be powerful to him. He understa- understands how this idea of a shepherd relates to God. And throughout Scripture, God is related to his people as a shepherd. There's places in the book of Isaiah that have this beautiful picture of God carrying his people in his bosom and loving them and leading them. And in the book of John, actually, in John 10, we talked about that last week. We have the statement where Jesus says, I am the good shepherd and I'll lay down my life for my sheep. But let's look at this psalm with fresh eyes, brand new this morning, and see the power and import in what David is saying. Once again, this is the 23rd Psalm, the English Standard Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So such a a powerful, poetic passage um, that has blessed God's people for 3,000 years, literally. So we see quickly God is our shepherd. And so this picture of the shepherd, we talked about this some last week, so I don't want to continue with this thought too long, but just a shepherd, that picture of of David and and the loving shepherd that leads their sheep from the front. You know, the the shepherd doesn't, you know, beat the sheep or drive the sheep. The shepherd leads the sheep lovingly. And when the shepherd needs to, the shepherd will pick the sheep up or pick a lamb up and carry it on his shoulders back to safety. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Now, this verse, a lot of people debated what this means. You know, when I hear this, I think of lush green pasture somewhere, uh, maybe in the springtime when, when the whole world comes back to life. This a verdant green color. But some scholars think this could refer to the Shephela. The Shephela is the foothills in Israel. And there, shepherds would have to be really, really on top of their game 
because grass would come up for just a short period of time. And there'd be these pockets of grass that would come up in an arid region. And a good shepherd would know exactly where to go for that good grass. So this shepherd has thought this through. The shepherd is loving, but knows the way to go, has the right plan. And then still waters for a, a lamb, for sheep. It would be very scary to be around running water. These are animals that would not swim very well. These are animals that could, could fall in and drown easily. And so having still waters, quiet waters, would be good uh, for a sheep. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness. Now, think of this. The paths of righteousness are those green pastures, are those still waters. But also in verse 4, we find out that those right paths sometimes are the valley of the shadow of death. Here in the Hebrew, this would be the darkest of dark, this idea of the shadow of death, the gates of death. And I think what David is relating to us is that God is with us through the good times and the bad times. God is there at the tranquil times in our life. He is our shepherd. But this should give us great comfort that God is with us even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, we as Christians look back with hindsight and we know that Jesus went through uh, death, into death, and led the way through death by blowing up death. So he leads us. Even when we die, we know that the Lord goes with us through death. We know that his angels carry us home. So we have this the shepherding, even at the darkest moment when we pass from this life. So when we go through hardship, when we go through hard things, God is there there with us. And because of that, David can say, you know what? I don't fear evil. You're with me. You comfort me. You lead me with your rod and your staff. There's this comforting. And then in verse 5, the, the psalm starts to uh, transform a little bit. You go from this shepherd and sheep, and we've talked about before, where sheep are not the smartest animals. Uh, sheep are not going to win the SAT award at school. Um, but in verse 5, we have this idea that now we become friends with God. We are at his table now. You know, throughout the Old Testament, there's this vision of God eating in the presence of his people. We see this in Exodus uh, 24 and, and other places where people go and eat in the presence of God, eating at God's table. And then he says that he'll prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. There, there's this security in the psalm. In the ancient world, in, in our world today, you typically don't eat with enemies. You eat with friends. Eating a meal is, is a sacramental experience in so many ways where we uh, see God's presence in our life. We see when we eat a good meal with friends, God's uh, provision, but also this fellowship with, with other people, and specifically God's people. And it's, it's something that we celebrate. It's amazing how throughout history, throughout all of time, people celebrate friendship and fellowship with sharing meals together. But David says something interesting, that we have so much security with God that he can prepare a table in the presence of our enemies. That's how secure we are in God. He anoints our head with oil and my cup overflows. That's just pictures in the ancient world of just good times. An overflowing cup where you don't have to worry about what's going to happen to you. You're going to be taken care of. You're going to be anointed with oil, which is a beautiful picture uh, as you consider 
what being anointed with oil would be medicinal in the ancient world, but also represent good times. It would also represent this idea of anointing someone to a specific position like a priest or a king. So there's this just abundance of good times, security in the presence of God. And then verse six, it's just beautiful how it closes out. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And there's this security that you will always be with the Lord. Always be with the Lord. You'll always be in the house of the Lord. So I hope this new reading of, of this psalm helps you today to respect a, a wonderful passage even more. We see why this has been so important to God's people for so long as we read through this today and just feel the power of this psalm. Let's close out one more time with a reading of the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We can say amen to that today. Well, I hope you're having a good start to your week. Uh, we're going to continue with our podcast. A lot of people are at home. They're not at work. But we're going to continue to to work through our readings. We're going to continue to go through these scripture passages this week and just grow together as we follow our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hope to see you back with tomorrow's podcast.